Welcome to PR Say, the podcast of the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. On PR Say, we spotlight our talented members and get to know each other a little better. If you are a PRSA Houston chapter member and don't get a chance to network as much as you'd like or are unable to attend our in-person events, here's your chance to connect with your fellow members. Hello and welcome to PR Say. This is the official podcast of the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. And I'm your host, Veronica V. Sofer. I have the pleasure of introducing you to some of our amazing members here in the Houston chapter of PRSA with the goal of connecting and making sure that we're all in network, we know how to get a hold of each other, and that we've got a pool of resources that we can go to anytime we need anything from the different spaces that we're in. So we'll go ahead and get this episode kicked off. But before I do, I want to remind you to hit subscribe if you are listening on the podcast on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Just push that little button. We don't want you to miss any episode. And if you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop us some comments and my guests and I will be sure to connect with you. So with that, we will go ahead and bring on our guest today. We have Anne, Hed- Anne Hedrich joining mm-hmm. us. Thank you so much, Anne, for being on PRSA. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Great. Thanks, Veronica. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I- I would like to tell you how long I've been a member of PRSA, but I cannot. <laughs> uh, it's been years and years and years. Um, but, you know, I've, I've had most of my, if all of my communication career here in the Houston area. Um, I've been in the communication field since the 90s. Um, so, my gosh, that's more than 30 years ago. And and the vast majority of that has been in the in- energy industry. I just recently made a switch to the defense industry. My home office is in Fort Worth. I work remote from home, as you can see in the background. Yes. Um, but, but yeah. That's, that's, that's so exciting. How do you make the transition from energy to defense? Is that like a natural kind of no. organic move or was it... <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> it, it was harder than I thought. I mean, the energy industry is pretty complicated. It's very complex. Right. 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 Uh, but also when you're, when you're in the communications field, you'll, you'll find that there are some industries where you're under a constant barrage of negativity and bad press and, you know, difficulty, you know, trying to get the, the message across that you're in such a critical industry. And the same is true for the defense industry. So that part's not new, but it was it was daunting, still is daunting, to learn a complete new industry. Um, it's manufacturing, uh, which I've not been a part of before. Mm-hmm. So it's actually, you know, very exciting to learn that aspect, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm very proud to be in that industry as I was in the energy industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So, what directed your career towards this path? Were you a journalism major? Did you have your sight set on public relations and communications, or did you just kind of fall into it? You know, I started as a journalism major, and at the time, I was working full-time, going to college part-time, and I ended up in a position that, one of those that changes your entire life path. Um, I ended up in the Public Affairs Department of Mitchell Energy and Development Corp. many years ago. Um, And that's where I was introduced to the communications field and loved it. But I also found that and this remembers 30 years ago that a niche that I was pretty qualified for, and that was getting into intranets, intranets, extranets. So I switched my degree actually from journalism over to computer science. Oh, and got a degree. I know, kind of a crazy, uh, a jungle gym, if you will. Yeah, career path there. 
So I ended up getting that niche of digital communications and started my career actually building websites, not just the websites, but the content for them as well. Um, and so that's how I got my start in corporate communications, found my way into brand, found my way then into internal employee communications, executive communications. And that that's where I found my passion. And I've been in that field for probably the last eight years. Mm hmm. Wow, that's that's so exciting. And so as a member, and, and you've seen uh, over the years how our chapter has grown, what are some of the trends or um, cycles that you have seen in, in our space, especially in our community? Because for a long time, the Houston chapter was very energy focused. And yeah. then, you know, I know we've grown into different spaces and just our community as a whole has diversified for our economy's sake. What are some of the trends that you have seen as a member? Well, you know, Houston in particular uh, has got a very vibrant industry. We're an amalgamation of just about everything. It's not just energy any anymore. It's not just medical anymore. Oh my gosh, what isn't it these days? Uh, right. So um, love Houston for that variety because uh, you never know <laughs> what's going to be here, right? We're still growing mm -hmm. uh, as, as a town. We're still expanding um, and we're still diversifying. But, but I think, you know, trend-wise, just when you think about where we are in the 20s, and I've coined this, we're, we're now in the roaring 20s. Right, right. right. Maybe 100 years ago, but, but this is so different now and what we're going through right now as, as a nation and definitely in the communication field. So what, we started the, the 20s off with the pandemic, um, social unrest. We've seen the rise of employee values of DE&I. We've seen the rise and maybe the fall of ESG. Um, we've seen inflation and a looming recession. We've seen supply chain disruptions, political division, layoffs. Uh, the future of work is changing right now. It, we've seen how remote can work. We've seen how hybrid can work. Now, many people are calling uh, employees back to the office. So we're going to see how that works too. Um, but now just this year, we've got AI. I mean, there is no rest for the weary in this. Yeah, system. there's absolutely none, none. That's, that's, and yeah. when you put it like that and you start to chronicle all the things that we've seen, especially in our space, and you think about how that's impacted our jobs that we do, whether you're an expert in social media or internal employee relations or whatever that looks like for you, even development, it's it's required us to think differently as yeah. communicators. Um, you know, I remind people all the time when I got into school communications, we were still faxing letters yeah. to, to <laughs> campuses from central office to make a Xerox copy of, to put in a folder to go home. How you know, fast things have changed. Yes, yes. And so I think as communicators, we've had to really um, learn a lot more about our expectations. And we live in, I, and I talk about this all the time, we live in an Amazon Prime kind of world oh, where wow. our audience wants everything now, 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 now. Not yesterday, not next day, now. I order it, I want it now. And yeah. so how do we deliver as communicators with those kinds of expectations? Well, that's just it. You know, you've got to be one agile. You've got to be flexible. You've got to be nimble. You've got to be willing to learn the next big fad because you don't know what's going to come tomorrow. And that's good. I think that's the excitement about the field that we're in is yeah. that we never know what that what a day is going to bring. And it is a constant learning and growth mindset that we need to be in to be able to respond to the changes and and communicate that. Um, I think as communicators, we are put in a position to where it is expected 
that we know about these topics. It's expected that we're plugged in and it's daunting a little bit, but I, like I said, it's also exciting. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. And that's, that's, that's a great way to, um, to think about it because there's lots of opportunities and we never know where we're going to be uh, from one job to the next. And so being agile, like you said, and making sure our networks um, are, are genuine and authentic are going to really help us be yeah. able to, to weather all of those kinds of situations. Yeah, absolutely. And that's mm -hmm. a key point there, you know, with the, with our networks. Over the years, I've learned how important it is to maintain those, right? Mm -hmm. To maintain those friendships, not just um, in, in your own industry, but outside. And I think that's the value of PRSA and the IABCs and the, um, the AMAs, you know, whatever organization you get involved in. I mean, I think that's the glory is being able to connect with one another, learn from one another, um, mentor, men, mm -hmm. be a mentee, mm -hmm. you know, give back to your community. But through, I think each of us being involved in the various aspects that we're in, in the communications field, um, being able to bring each other together and learn from one another is such, uh, I think the big value of PRSA. In a lot yeah, of no, I, I would agree a hundred percent. Well, it's been so good visiting with you and how can people connect with you if, if they haven't had a chance to get to know you or learn from you yet, how is the best way for someone to reach out to you? I am active on LinkedIn. So just great. send me a connection and Hadrich on LinkedIn. That sounds great. And we'll make sure that that link is in the show notes and it's been so good visiting with you. I enjoyed our conversation today. Likewise. Thanks for having me, Veronica. Appreciate it. You bet. You bet. All right, everybody, make sure you connect with Anne. She is going to um, be able to give you lots of resources, tips, experiences. The whole idea of being a mentee and a mentor in this organization is exactly what we all need to be focusing on because it's so important to stay connected as a group. So with that, we're going to wrap up this episode of PR Say. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. If you are watching us on YouTube or Facebook, drop us some comments and Anne and I will be sure to connect with you. And we will see you next time.